Hey, this is Aaron. And Melissa. And we're Trending Spokane, a weekly podcast all about the latest in the Lilac City. Finding out what is happening right now in Spokane can be overwhelming, but not if you're an insider. Join us as we shine light onto the latest happenings and chat about the future of our city. Each episode will introduce you to people you want to know, places you need to visit, and local knowledge you can't live without. We will help you get out and get involved. Episodes are dropping soon, and make sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts now. Don't forget to put inspiration and entertainment on your calendar. Get season tickets now to STCU's Best of Broadway. You can have first access to popular touring productions with live music and top talent, special offers from nearby restaurants, and so much more. West Coast Entertainment is a locally operated, independent presenter of national touring Broadway productions, concerts, and other special events. Don't miss a single show-stopping moment. Learn more about their upcoming season by checking out broadwayspokane.com. Jonathan Sheffield has worked within the media industry for over 20 years. From television to radio, podcasting to writing for publications and film, he has firmly planted his foot in the media world and has become a bold voice in the realms of entertainment and politics. Jonathan is also the host and executive producer of The Queer Centric, which offers a voice to the queer community. The Queer Centric is a media powerhouse with a podcast, website, video, and more. Welcome to Trending Northwest, Jonathan. Thank you so much. I've been wanting to be on this show for a while. Yeah. Yeah, Ever since I met you all. So this is exciting. And we have been dying to get you on, too. We were in our beautiful little season two to season three hiatus. Nice. And it was was a nice break. We had our holidays with our family. Vinny got to actually nap. You know, everybody loved it. Thank you. Can I tell you? My brother tells me I'm old, but the one thing I want to do is take a nap. I just want, like, listening to that uh, intro, I was like, oh, I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) We feel you. Yeah, right? Very excited. We live in such similar worlds, and I feel like it is this never-ending, constant to-do list that just never gets finished. Yes, and every time you finish one big project, you're like, oh, you got to keep going because you don't want people to forget. (laughs) You know, you sneeze, and so you just keep doing, um, you know, as much as you can do. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we have so much happening all around us. I know, That's one of the things we like about Vinny is I looked at him and we had this silent conversation. He's like, I already know what you need me to do. It's a team. Yes. That is exactly how I work in my studio. Yeah, I'm just like, we got to trust each other. We got to be able to do this. I've worked with my producer for... Oh, 12 years. Wow. And so you have the, sh- the shorthand. And so thank God, because yes. I'm crazy. Same. So. Sorry. And much. one of the things that everyone knows about me that's in the podcast studio is that I am the world's biggest klutz. It is my least adorable quality. My husband the other day, actually, I was like, so like the klutziness, was it something that like, attracted you to me? Like, was it just like this cute dumb blonde thing? He goes, oh, no, the cuteness wore off real fast. It's <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, excuse burn. me. <laughs> but we laugh about it all the time. So with your producer yeah. at the podcast, tell us all about what you guys do together and about You know him. what's so funny? Like, oh, I guess we started 10 years ago. I used to have a radio show called um, Outspoken, and it was very political. It was two hours. It was live, which is a whole – I like cutting my teeth on live things because I was in theater forever. Mm-hmm. There's something about that energy, right? And so then I uh, – up in – uh, moved with a podcast to LA and stayed there for a few years and then was broke. And so then came back and uh, 
I got a hold of my producer and because I don't sit still well, and he's like, I've been waiting. And so right away, we, we started a magazine. We started interviewing people like we used to. And then we were like, we should probably get back into. I enjoy podcasting. There's a lot more freedom in it. Um, I loved my time at radio, but I really enjoy podcasting. And we just kind of jumped back in. And then we start. I mean, we don't. We have a, a something called That Sketchy. I work with comedy writers. So we have a comedy video show. And then we, you know, it just doesn't stop. I don't think I would know what to do. If I stop. So me and my producer have been doing this kind of stuff forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, both workhorses that run ourselves into the ground. And it's it's worth it. Yeah. Go team. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> we were just talking about that today. Well, the work that you do is so important. And with, you know, increasing opportunities for queer voices in digital spaces, we've found that there's so much freedom and excitement for people to be able to talk about things that were shut down for so many years across the airwaves and in newspapers. Um, so what has that led you to want to focus on, especially with queer voices on your podcast as well? Sure. I I've wanted to give – I really think that the art of discourse has kind of just gone into the ether, especially in the overall scheme of things. And uh, so someone came to me and said, "I, you know, I've done the new show. I've done the let's argue with somebody who hates me on the air. I am in a place where I, I want to cheerlead the community. And I want to find a way that there is a bridge. There is a connection. And the way to do that is let people feel empowered that they have uh, the right to speak. I think a lot of times people need permission Mm. to speak. And I think – and, you know, people talk about the queer community all the time because it's called the queer-centric. But it's for – I want us to be able to have a dialogue together and start opening up. You know, those kinds of communications. I'm fascinated by the salons of the Victorian era that you would bring, right? You bring interesting people together to talk to each other and not hate each other for for that discussion. I see more connections leave that room than I ever uh, have in years. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage that. So I want to be that cheerleader. I want to bring people in and make them feel heard. And I want them to get excited by conversation. There's something amazing about that. And this was like a foyer into that world. And uh, I always say a project tells you what it wants to be, that it's mm-hmm. our job to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And you have, there's no good or bad. You have the choice. no. Or I'm going to follow this where it wants to take me. And whatever choice is is fine. I like to choose yes mm-hmm. a lot. And so this is taking me on a journey that I think I wanted, but I didn't understand what it was. Mm-hmm. And so it just keeps evolving. And I want more of that. You know, that's a really beautiful thing. And I'm with you. I feel like conversation has such a power within the choices that we make and can really drive our thinking and gives us an opportunity to meet people we never would have expected to. And we have been taught, I think, in our culture to shut it down. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't agree with me. Okay, you know, bye, Felicia. We're not going to have this connection. And I don't. There's got to be a way for humans to find a way together. The reason our world is falling apart is because we can't find and I and maybe I'm naive, but I swear when I was uh younger, uh that was a little easier. There's always those problems, but it seems harder than ever. You know, coming from here going to LA, uh, a whole different world with the whole their own problems, but it's still great. Um and then coming back and realizing I love communication and studying that and seeing how people talk to each other. And so that's that's been the fascinating journey. And that's just where I'm at. 
Yeah. Well, I love that you mentioned the salon. Um, oh. I think that's how we got connected through Shane because Shane with the library. Yes. Yeah. He's very big into bringing salons. And so yeah. the queer centric celebration will be at the library. Can it you tell us more about be. that? Will it be a salon vibe? Oh, it will. Well, okay. So, um, <laughs> so I said out loud uh, by accident in August that I wanted to do a live show. I grew up on doing live theater and things. I enjoy entertaining people. I was singing and touring on stage since I was nine years old. And I want to do that. And so I said it out loud. Don't say anything out loud in front of my producer because then he's like, oh, well, let's just figure it out. Well, some serendipitously, Shane was from the library – he listens to our show. He's fascinated by it and is always so kind. And he comes to me and he goes, you mentioned something about a live show. What if you did it here? Because, you know, they do Lilac City Live there. Right, yeah. Uh, Ryan's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why don't we try that? But this is, let me tell you a little embarrassing story. I, you know, I've only been back a year, a little over a year. I didn't know that Lilac City Live was there or what was going on. So I'm going so I'm talking to Ryan all the time going and he's so nice to me and I'm I'm always like that's so great. Never once did I say you're an amazing host. You're so good. <laughs> it's just is those moments where you're like thank you for being so nice to me and and feeling like and it was a month later I'm like oh I, I look like such a jerk. Um, <laughs> but so we decided to create I wanted to create a late night vibe and I wanted to bring on, uh, I have a friend who is was my roommate in North Hollywood, and he is a film critic. He lives in Seattle, and I was like, what if, and this is where you follow the project, what if you come on? Oh, okay, so he's going to come on. What if we have a, a really successful comedian from Spokane? Because I want to celebrate Spokane. Oh, he says he'll do it. Oh, we just booked a musician. So it's almost began what I wanted, which was turning it into, you know, Colbert or, and so... It's become larger than I ever expected. It's catered, people. I, oh. What I've learned is y'all like food, yeah, so I should it. have led for that. Yeah. <laughs> but it is catered by an amazing uh, woman, Cynthia Monroe. So she's she's catered many events for me in the past. It's catered. There's live music. Um, Corey, Corey Aline, it will be our musician, a wonderful uh, young queer artist in town. Um Chris Jessup is our comedian. He's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Nathan Box is our film critic. We're going to talk about the Oscars because what is the one thing no one really cares if you're gay, straight, or what? It's entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's the Oscars. So the big gay guy is going to get up there, but it's not going to be about that. It's going to be about how can we find our way together. Let's celebrate. I want to celebrate. I want to have a good time. I want it to be about the human spirit and just coming together as a community. I love Spokane. Spokane has its own gravity. It doesn't matter. I've been here off and on since I was 20 years old. And I like coming back. And it's always a conscious decision I make. And so I want to celebrate why we have that gravity. Lots of things in this town that are fun and uh, things we can celebrate. And anything we don't like can be changed if you just get involved in your community. The Spokane Club is more than just an athletic facility. It is the club for your whole life. For over a century, Spokane Club has been committed to providing its members with the finest venue in which to work, gather, and play. Spokane Club membership gives you access to world-class amenities and services all in one place. 
their innovative sports and fitness facilities, dining at their award-winning restaurant, priority status for use of catering services, meeting rooms, and banquet facilities, even private hotel accommodations and access to other private clubs around the world through their Reciprocal Clubs program. Learn more and see all the incredible programming they offer at SpokaneClub.com. That is so true. And the late, great Sandy Williams, I was just watching another piece about her today because she was on my heart, um, was such an advocate for change in that way. And so many times it's just simply showing up and being present. And there are so many of us who would like to see a more inclusive community, who would like to see, um, you know, more voices represented in different areas of seats of power. And so it's really encouraging to hear you say that. She, I I had met her or met her. I've known Sandy for years. I uh, was able to see her uh, just a couple weeks before. And she and I, she came to me and she goes, I'm so tired, Jonathan. And I'm like, yeah. and she said, but she goes, you know me, I'm tired, but I wanted to talk to you because I wanted to do a theater thing and write some, because her dream, she tells me this night, never knew this, was to write a soap opera. And so I told her, you and I were making this happen. So I love that woman with all of my heart <sighs> and what a loss that that uh, we've been hit with this community. But, mm-hmm. you know, we can take that forward. So I'm going to make totally. a soap opera for Sandy. Yes! You know what I mean? Yes, I love that energy. <laughs> she, I love that she wanted to do that. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. totally magical. I have not heard that. And it's she was one of those people that has just catalyzed within so many of us this desire oh, yeah. to participate because she took on the mantle of a lot of work on her own. Like wow. one singular human making such a big difference yeah. was Because amazing. she couldn't imagine not living that way. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And with – Entertainment and soap operas and the and local entertainment yes. specifically. We were just talking about this before the show. We were super stoked about it. But let's talk Broadway. What are you looking <gasps> forward to seeing Broadway? Oh, there's so many. Dear Evan Hansen, of course, is next yes. on deck. Uh, I love supporting the arts locally. It's important. It's part of our culture. Uh, that's going to be amazing. But anybody who hasn't seen it, I took my friend to that movie because she said, anything you want for your birthday, I want to go to this movie. And now I'm barred from picking movies anymore because she was it, it was the saddest thing she'd ever seen. <laughs> the music is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, worth seeing. But also, when I was 24, I did Chicago. Oh, and so it show. has a special place in my heart. So I played Mary Sunshine, and now I need to see it when it's here. That would be—it's going to be amazing. First of all, the show <sighs> translates so well, no matter what year we're at. It's exciting. It's fun. So that's also one I'm—I'm I'm just dying. I cannot wait till it's here. So you and me both, and imagining you as Mary Sunshine. Could oh. there be a more perfect casting? <laughs> it Let's was talk about that. Amazing. I was. I had. So I had. As Mary, you know, you're supposed to trick the audience the whole time. So I, you know, had the nails, the girls had done my eyebrow, everything. And I was an ugly, ugly, <laughs> ugly woman. And my favorite moment was coming out at the end. So I am, tra- I have to tear the nails off everything for the last reveal. And so I'm out there. There was a man and his wife who fought the whole time. She was convinced she knew who I was. Because you're also, you have to be, uh, you're credited as just your first initial and your last name because they, they're all in. And she told her husband that I was a retired opera singer that had moved up here from Arizona. Yeah. And she was so, and so it was the worst for them because he won. And no, that's, that wasn't the story, but that's when I, the first time, and I had acted for years. I'm like, for the first time, I feel like an actor. 
Yeah. <laughs> no. It's so fun. But the song, everything. The show is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go see go see them all. But go yeah. see those. Yes, sure. get a season ticket. Yeah. Do, That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Do. There's nothing like it. To yeah. so go live theater. I took uh one of my comedy writers had never in his life been to theater. Ever. And we went to Ain't Too Proud. Oh. And yeah. it right and it he was in and he's this big old tough straight guy. And uh he loved it so much. And I think see theater, I think the arts have the power to transform. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm excited for it and I love going to that venue. There is nothing we should be really proud in Spokane that we have that, which is why let's support it and keep it for as long as we can. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. And with your podcast coming up, do you have any other, you know, promotions or exciting things that are happening? Well, you know, we just did this show. So we just did. I have a a friend. He's a sex and relationship therapist out of Brooklyn. And his name is Damon L. Jacobs. He has two books. He's the sweetest person you'll ever meet. So we did the first sex show is what we called it. And so people flooded us with letters. And because they had questions. And so last uh, last week we recorded that and we just released it. And it's him. We couldn't even get to all the questions. And th- I also love that because it's permission. You know, we're mm-hmm. so afraid of things. So with it, And so it was such a success that one of the questions we couldn't get to is the next going to be the next uh, sex show, which will probably be in June. And it's the fetish show. Oh. So uh, what I love to do is, is uh, entertain as well as educate. And let people feel like we're a safe space. So that show's coming up. We have Jonathan Slavin, who was. Do you remember that Drew Barrymore show, uh, Santa Clarita Diet? Oh, so Um, good. I I was so sad when it was over. He was on that. He's in Better Better Off Ted for a long time. He's constantly working. He's the sweetest man you'll ever meet. He's coming on a, a future show as well. So we just like to have fun. And we bring in those artists who have things they want to say. Plus, Actors and musicians, they don't have, when they're out promoting stuff, they don't necessarily get to like share opinions and, and not all of them want to, but I love that we're a space that they can come on and do those things. So yeah, it's so magical to be that spot. Oh, it's amazing. But can I tell you, it hit me the other day that you didn't, Jonathan, you did not schedule the week of the show to not have a podcast as well. And so I've learned that lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I won't be tired. Oh, right. (laughs) My gosh, the struggle is real. Yes, yes, it is. So where's the best place for people to find all the shows? Thequeercentric.com. You can find Everything, and we're launching the uh, writers' room, uh, which is it's sketchy. Uh, it's <laughs> launched next month, so it'll also be a place to to stop off. Um, you know, we're just constantly creating, and I th- I think I wouldn't know what to do without it. And this show is my heart and soul, and mm-hmm. so I'm excited to present it to people in Spokane and just have fun. There's an opening number. Listen. Listen, people, there's an opening number and it is, I've made it as dramatic as I can. Um, <laughs> I love this. But you, I get to bring my Broadway roots in with me. And uh, so it's from the beginning to the end. It's just going to be a fun night. That's awesome. Yeah. So February 25th, what time does it start? Saturday, February 25th. Doors open at 630. The show's from 7 to 9. And there is, you can enjoy the food and mingle. Mm. afterwards which is a, a very important to me that's yeah. the whole reason we're there so. right is to get together and chit chat right? and have fun exactly. yeah. so needed exactly. after the couple of years we've had too oh so when gosh. you said all of that i was like oh that's I so know. great we need this i know in la they locked down so hard yeah. it was it's not good for mental health and all i keep thinking is i think i got so excited when it kind of 
ebbed a little bit that I, there are certain people who tell me, why are you planning an event like this? Um, be, well, cause I'm that guy and I'm just excited and I want us all to come together and, and, and I just try to pretend like that never happened. So. Well, you know, my very favorite part about talking Oscars was the fashion police. Oh, like, I, I miss freaking live. Where is Joan when we need her? I know, I know. it's not the same. Oh, it really isn't. Yeah. yeah. And so, getting a chance to come together and celebrate, honor exactly. a little bit of that—it's—it's it's yeah. going to be a good. There's time. even a, a a good little flash mob wall where you can go have your picture and feel like you're at the Oscars. So Ooh. please show up. We have a, a real photographer coming in to. I want everybody to feel. Like they're special. It's like I, oh. I like to do for our guests. I want everybody there that night to feel like, oh, I'm fancy. Uh, come however you want to come. You can be fancy. You can be not be fancy. Just come and have a good time. That's yeah. what matters. Yeah. And just live it up. Get out for the yes. night. That space at the library is so oh my God. flipping beautiful. And I could sit there and play with the stage lights mm-hmm. all night. It's just like, <laughs> ooh, it's so dramatic. Yeah. yeah. And I think so many people get like a little confused. They're like, how do you say, I think it's in Witwiek Hall. Oh, right? that is so much better than I've ever. Yes, because it's life in the water. Is that what it's called? Yes, Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, brilliant. I had to go. There's a little button at the library you can push and it'll tell you. And that's I've had to do that 80 times. <laughs> that was I'm very impressed by the Thank enunciation you. there. I was very focused on that. And maybe it was just me that was worried about pronouncing it correctly and I really wanting it. to honor the Native culture that brought that space. So I'm just going to say, yes, what she said. Yeah, you yes. know, that's, that's right. <laughs> well, we have had an absolutely phenomenal time Thank you. getting to have you on the podcast and chat with you. And we can't wait for your event. So be sure to get your tickets. Go check out Queer Centric if you haven't already. If you've yeah. been living under a rock. Really? And we can't wait to see what you're up to next. So we'll it's be never going to stop. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, because people ask me this all Ooh. the time. This first show, this first live event, it's free. So we have covered everything. So please just show up. Oh my gosh. Okay. If you didn't already want to go, literally just show up. Go have a fun time. Don't worry about the cost because it's covered. So thank you so much, Jonathan, for coming in today. We adore you. And we'll be seeing you not just at this event, but also at the upcoming Broadway shows this season. My goal is to be almost as busy as you guys are. I love that for you. (laughs) Good luck. Go play some naps. Go play some naps. Yeah. 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 